Welcome to the Bang Over Podcast. I'm Scott Allen. As always, Kitty Farmer is here co-hosting, probably doing more than I am. All the knowledge of metal held in her sweet, tiny, brutal body, face, mouth. You got it all. And as always, Chris Myers on the board. Special thanks to The Lost Well for having us. Follow them on social media at The Lost Well on Instagram. And then you can also find them on Facebook. I think that's about it. I don't, I don't think they get a TikTok. You can find the Bangover podcast and all things that we do other than the podcast at Bangover Productions at Instagram. And then the link tree just goes in from there. All right. Let's get into it. We're listening to some new releases in the realm of metal. We started off here with the new Boris. New Boris, yep. It's fun, interesting. Kitty, have you ever heard of Boris? So, I'm always shocked when people tell me they're surprised that there's so many, like, Asian women who play heavy music because we're a very angry demographic. Um, I think Boris is maybe a more eloquent expression of such things. Uh, I really, I really like them. Yeah, I, I've always oh. loved them too. Found this, let's say roughly like almost 10 years ago on Spotify. Maybe it's been about nine. <laughs> who's, who's counting, right? But um, always interesting, always fun, always, I don't know. This is a little different from anything else. Chris, do you know anything about Boris? Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of like uh, where last... You know, we took the week off. We had a gig last Tuesday. Shout out, uh, Flooded Tunes, one and done. One more and done. <laughs> oh, do are we going to go there on the podcast? Well, we can do it. Probably next episode when we have everything planned out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at least when we have a date to promote. So, um, I don't know. This is like the oh. cave-in. That's where I was trying to get at. Well, we... Ha- the, the latest album from Cave In, a couple singles where it's, it's heavy, but it's also this. It reminds me of, uh, you know, like early 2000s hardcore. Yeah. Kind of right there in that playing field. Maybe, you know, everything comes back around again. Kitty, you've been saying, oh, new metal's on its way back up. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> like, but you know, everything comes back around. Yeah. yeah. It becomes Patiently, old enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just saying patiently waiting for, like, melodic death metal to come back. Please, Lord, <laughs> let it happen soon. It will. It okay. just, uh, history repeats itself time and time again. All right, let's keep moving Speaking forward. Speaking of which. I know, right? Because, again, huge war fan over here. Yes. If anyone knows me, probably my favorite band in the world. They got it all. They got everything. They got everything you want in a band. This is their latest single, Berserker Mode. And I know everyone says, oh, it's just not the same. No, it still is. It's fun. It's right where you want it to be. And the shows are no different, believe me. No different. So let's turn it up and give the audience a little bit of this new war.
I love these waterly, sparkling waters. I know, the strawberry is so fantastic. Refreshing. And, and just like that Gore song, I don't know. The, it's just fun party music right now, you know? Gore had to take a step in uh, a different direction when it came to their style a little bit. I don't know how how huge of fans you all are, how well you kept up with their you know, discography, but they kind of like did the Pantera trope where it's like they just kept getting heavier and heavier until this berserker mode on the very, like uh, one of the, well, Odorous's last album, Battle Maximus, which is probably my favorite album, but it was insane. It was, it was metal as fuck. It was, it was, it was like on that level of thrash and death metal where we all want to be, you know. Uh, but this is taking the step back to maybe maybe the earlier like parts of core, like in the '90s, where it's just kind of a party band. It's rock and roll and it's fun. You know what I mean? I love the party riff. I was into it immediately. Yeah, it's it's great. Like if you're gonna have a barbecue, you know, <laughs> heavy metal barbecue, it's a great. You know, they always have the war barbecue anyways, so it kind of fits. You know, it's just great fun music, and I'm always excited for anything war still to this day. So moving on, Arch Enemy. So Here this we are. song is really like this is the shit. This I love. Cool. The drumming, I love the riffs, I love the vocals. Like, this is what I want to hear from Arch Enemy. Exactly. Let's dig a little bit into this. We got through one of the new Arch Enemy songs, Not a Clean Vocal in Sight. Oh my god. Listening That great. was fucking brutal. It's, I love that. Yeah. That's like my favorite new Arch Enemy that I've heard in a minute. Uh, it, 
you know, that first song we listened to, because I think this is almost our fourth song. They're really yes. taking their sweet ass time on pushing out this fucking album, dude. Six yeah. months of singles over here. And don't get first me- song Slade. Next two classic arch enemy, if you will. Well, not and, bad. Yeah, just don't- classic arch enemy. But that's you know, you always get one banger on every album that's just gonna be straightforward, you know, knock your fucking teeth out. And this is my disclaimer, don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like or my personal preference is that I don't like clean vocal and extreme music. I don't think it's bad. It it's a fit. stylistic choice. It doesn't fit. I started listening to Arch Enemy when they, you know, in the Black Earth time, so I'm biased. So, no, but that, that got me sold, you know, where like I can say I'm not a fan, but there's a couple of songs. There's yeah. a couple of songs that gets me. Yes. I'm ready for this new, is it Behemoth? Behemoth. This new Behemoth. Yes. I mean, we probably have all been waiting for this, so let's... Let's really turn it up since no one else is in this fucking bar. Yeah. 
You know, I'm going to go ahead and say that was very classic Behemoth. Like, go back to their 90s albums, you know, mid-90s albums, and that's kind of where Behemoth was there for a long time. Every band rap, like, ramps up at a certain point, but, but you know, first song from the new album, or maybe it's just a single. Who knows? First song from the album. So maybe an a album single, that yeah, isn't yeah. planned to come out, because sometimes fans just come out with a song to come out with a song. Why not? Let's think about when we were teenagers, so we're all about the same age, like, in the early 30s and when we were kids yes the internet was there but we didn't have as much choice in extreme music because the internet hadn't like hit you know critical mass like it has now what i'm trying to say is i put on facebook in my shitposty way i was like hey the edgy kid starter pack of the mid 2000s was demigod by behemoth that is a classic album like you said they started out sounding more like second wave black medley but as they moved into that kind of like bulkier, weightier, like, black and death metal sound. Yeah, and having they, more money behind each production, they, they do. They found their stride. They became a classic band. Like you said, they they really do, um, they're a really common reference point for our generation in extreme music. Definitely. And if you've never heard Behemoth, well, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, get your fucking head out from let, underneath that rock and fucking let, get out there. And listen to some albums. Let oh, me tell wow. you something. Today, I went to Taco Cabana, and I saw a picture on their picture menu, and it looked like a normal size of nachos, like a, a plate full of nachos. And they bring me, it's like the size of a pizza box, a box, like the size of shape of a pizza box, and it's full of nachos. So you're just like... That is what I ordered. Burping up a bunch of cheese. I've eaten nothing but nachos all day. It's terrible. I'm going to be bunged up tomorrow. <laughs> yes. They were good nachos, Yes, though. you will. But if maybe, any, maybe some of these songs can loosen you up. I don't know. Decapitated will make me poopy poop. Yeah, it just will shake poopy. you enough. Yeah. I'm going to wait and poop while listening to Misery Index. Because I love them and they inspire me to poop. And you, all right, turn this up. <laughs>
decapitation, everyone. You probably guessed it, though. I mean, come on. They've always stuck by their guns at what they do. Brutal as fuck. Did you say the potty cast? No. Oh, okay. I just drank this way too fast. (laughs) Got too many bubbles rushing to your head. Uh, She's not drinking, folks. This is just normal kitty. This is everyday kitty insanity. This is so inspiring and pretty. (laughs) I know they're doing this shit on purpose and they're going to hit us over the head with like some deathcore shit, but it's I'm enjoying it. It's very pretty. So, last song, last band was Decapitation. Decapitated. Decapitated. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are we listening to now? This is uh, Lorna Shore with the Sun Eater. Listen, it listen. all sounds like a score. I don't know. It sounds like, it's like a fucking movie. This was in the, that movie Vikings, I swear to God. Or the Norsemen, where the fuck that movie was called. But the Scars Guard. Right, turn it up. Let's get some. just like holy fuck what the hell is going on this is everything this is like the song you hear before in anime you know what i mean this is fucking nuts this is 
all over the place. I love it. it I, it's definitely something that I, I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow with this song stuck in my head out of 16 songs we're playing tonight. This particular one is definitely going to be stuck for whatever reason. And it might just be that fucking keyboard thing at the like in it that's just like, you got me. It's all hooks, man. It's all well thought out. I like it, but at the same time, it is. It, you need to listen to this song when you're like in the mood. You know what I mean? It has to be a mood set for this particular thing. Kitty, what do you think? This is gonna like up your lane sometimes. I know it's de deathcore, you called it, right? It, I'm not the biggest fan of deathcore, just stylistically. But one thing I can say about deathcore is in terms of extreme vocals, this is definitely the most like virtuosic genre. Yeah, this you is... rarely hear like singers in traditional death metal or like you know melodic death metal or tech death exhibit that kind of range throughout their song. And I would argue that deathcore is one reason that there is like a proliferation of you know the study of extreme um, vocal technique because these vocals are so crazy. And for a long time, I felt kind of like inadequate <laughs> because all these people are out there. But actually, I'm really glad because they gave me the tools that I need also, to it's, succeed. Also, it's, it's a lot of production work. There's a lot of pedals. Yeah, of in. course. Yeah. But like, I mean, just listen to this guy. I'm sure like the, you know. Here's also the thing, the dry too. The are yeah. crazy like, on this Here's team. also the one of the weird things I always think about when it comes to these particular type of bands. Like, I saw Cattle Decapitation. If we want to talk about metal that we've seen recently, fucking love them, right? But they are definitely not a loud band. Yep. It's it's a lot of production, and they're going so fast. You you need to hear their precision, so you can't overblow it like you can when it comes to a rock band, especially like a doom metal band. Or, you know, hip hop's actually in that. We saw I saw Cave In right before, and Cave In was way louder. But Cave In, I guess. Again, it's definitely in the realm of just being loud rock and roll, and you just need that precision. So it, it, it's a give and take, you know, seeing it live, you get to see him perform that way, but it, it's, it's almost better in some ways on the album when it comes to these particular bands because of you really get all that production work and you get to level it out, you know, however you have your settings set. Hey, maybe you didn't know, but you can go through and EQ your Spotify. Maybe you didn't know that. I actually do. Exactly. I Some use, people don't. Yeah. yeah. I do a, I do a little 12-second fade-in between songs. Fucking very tasteful, y'all. Let me tell you, that's the way to listen to music. And not an album. But, like, if you're listening to, like, uh, you know... Uh, your daily mix one or whatever the that fuck. That would drive me like literally insane. Well, it's fun because the, the song slowly fades away, but the next song slowly starts coming in at at the same time in a 10 second period, if you will. It's fucking, it's good. I don't know. I say try it out for a week. All right, let's move on. Uh, this song crushes already. Like, we, I think we talked too much to it. So can we just, can we blast this one? What we got here before we blast it? Uh, Spite with Hangman. Oh.
We did a we did a double bubble <laughs> right there, a double banger, if you will, back to back on that. We Spite started off with their song Hangman, and then we went right into one of our favorite local bands, Janko, with their newest album, a oh, whole release, right? Yes. Uh, it's every song we've listened to so far, uh, it, you know, in our own time from Jankum's new album. Yes. Is been amazing. But let's, hold on, let's not forget about that Spite song. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like that, um, the meme of like Mr. Krabs and he's like stopping in fear of what's about to happen. That's how I felt. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, where he just like, he's got his arms out and he's like looking. He's like, oh my God. I was thinking That's of amazing. like a fever dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like a fucking nightmare. Like, every so often you, you have a, like you're, you're a little sick, you're not feeling well and you have an adult nightmare and you feel like a kid again when you wake up. Yeah. You're just like, oh God, oh, what was yeah. that? That that's what that song reminded me of, that Spice song. Uh, amazing. Both songs were insane, if you will. Uh, definitely go check out that Jankum album. You can find them on Spotify and all the playlists. Just come over here and scan this playlist if you well, love it. And go see them live. They're an Austin band and they go hard every time they play live. Always, always fun insane. to watch. Insane. Yes. I love fun. those guys. So moving on, we have Switched up, stitched up. I'm, I'm, I'm looking from a distance. I'm looking from a distance. I make it hard on myself because I want the challenge. You know what I mean? That's what drummers do. Uh, uh, goat fucker. Goat fucker. I feel like all their songs have been just fucking absolutely absurd titles. <laughs> all right, let's let's get a little let's Crank. get a little goat fucker.
I just have to give a shout out to Misery Index because it's one of those other bands. You know, I've been going to their shows since I was not even old enough to drive. And sometimes, you know, people just ask me in a conversation, hey, Kitty, if you could start a band that was centered around you and they would play whatever kind of music that you wanted, Misery Index is always my first point of reference, along with Repulsion, uh, rotten sound, you know, like Death Grind. Uh, I love that sound. It, and the new song is yeah. fantastic. And they've been so fun to get into, you know, thanks to this podcast, you can find some new music. And they've been absolutely insane and, and, and so much fucking fun. So, uh, this new album is its going to make me fall in love with them. This is going to be some of my favorite stuff. But I'm definitely going back and checking out all that. It is so good. 
so I am taking my leave of the podcast a little bit early tonight. Um, my family is in town. My oldest stepson is graduating college or high school. <laughs> Crap, and he's starting college soon. So these these are like really exciting times for all of us. Really, times is, are really changing, is. and yeah. um, I can't wait because I know we're all still going to be friends and doing our thing. It might look a little bit different. Yeah. But it's going to be fun for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Exciting times are coming up, y'all. And as always, Kitty, you are the queen of this podcast. You are the absolute knowledge behind everything that goes in to when we sit here and talk about metal. Thank you for having me. It, It won't be the same when all these bands that we're active in the 2000s to retire, I will have nothing. So please, Misery Index, please, for the love of God, do not retire. Please come back to Austin when everything's worked out, you know, with your tour. We can't wait to see you. No, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. All right. Um, farewell, Kitty. Farewell. We will miss you. I'm not leaving right now because I can't unplug my microphone, but I will leave when I can. Let's listen to some of the new Anvil. Yes. <laughs> Do a little transition over here.
So how was the show? I mean, it was just like how it sounded here. <laughs> like it's, it sounded just like this. And also their, uh, how they really just spark up that type of energy and just blast you in the face and then um, immediately like drop it down and set a new, like an underlining tone, you know what I mean? The in-betweens, it was almost like they never stopped. They just always had something to kind of lead into the next one. They kept, they kept you immersed in the show. And it was great. It was, uh, you know, like Haven is pretty much a super group, if you will. And if you, if you, I'm not gonna get in here with the whole pedigree thing. Just if you don't know, then fucking Google it. Fucking find out all the members that have been in it or in it right now. And it's, you know, do your own research, folks. But uh, seeing them live, a whole Bolivian access thing. Really wish they was promoted better. Look, we sit here on the podcast looking like fucking idiots because literally five days later after airing that episode, bands like Violence, Carcass, Massacre, even that band, fucking Candy, all capitals, played. It was just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Oh, was it a packed show? It was super packed. And uh, please welcome Mick from Midnight Killer. How you doing? There we go. How you doing? Uh, didn't know if you're gonna make it. We're we're really wrapping up here at the end. Uh, I was having a cigarette, so yeah. Gotcha. Right now we're in uh, male violence. I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> What's it called? Male violence. Malevolence. Malevolence. <laughs> Metal violence, yeah. Dude. Metal violence. All right, Scott, we got to fucking get into a remedial reading course real yes. quick. Yes. Metal violence, malevolence. That's the band, malevolence. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty cool. How, how much more time we got in this? Uh, 2.30. 2.30. So let's get a little bit. Let's, let's hear it. So Mick, what is this is this kind of one of your favorite styles of music? Do you, do you listen to a lot of stuff hey, like this? It's not Mick. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm the uh, I'm the uh, I'm a singer of sex cult, Mike. You know. Uh, you're kind of like pulling off a good impression of him. Uh, they, call, need, they, they call me Metal Mike. Uh, you you kind of need a bandana. You're going to have more jewelry. Hey, they can't see me, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I always like, I remember the time I was in New York City, I met Little Nick. I was like, dude, the Dark Prince is here. You know what? I have to say, uh, Mike has been one of those people that have been way too metal to come on the podcast. <laughs> like, I think it has metal in his name coming on a metal podcast. That's not, that's not his bag. That's not what he does. I, he no, like no, it. I am Metal he, Mike. Everybody knows that. Talk. I'm Metal Mike. Don't he's you see the, uh, the Lemmy Chops? I'm Metal Mike. Satan, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy to be the most Dark metal. Prince is here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah. 
Here, shake my hand. Here we go, shake my hand. Oh, man. Yeah, may the dark metal lord be with you. Yeah. You, you also got to pull him in. You got to really oh. tuck him in. You got to be like, oh my god, my okay, fist here we my go. back. All right, what's next? Are, are, we, are we still on um, male violence? Yes. <laughs> this song is epic. It keeps fucking going. It's over. Um, that was pretty cool. I don't know. Like it's again, we find ourselves in this like metalcore type of place. And man, man, I know you're not a fan of metalcore. No? I yes? Mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know who you're talking <laughs> about. But man, I, I'm metal. I would Mike, say Mike yeah. would not be a fan of metalcore. Metal Mike, and I'm here on the podcast. No finally, you got me here. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you say this this band name? Uh, Blue Thoughts North, and this song is called Neptune's Eye. I think that was pretty fucking close. As <laughs> close yeah. as about anyone's gonna get with this Norwegian thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's probably pronounced Blut as Nord. And uh, yeah, are they Norwegian? I we're assuming. We can do well, a little bit why, of research why, as we play a little bit. Why don't we use our through. space phones and find out? <laughs> Let's crank it up a little. Let's see. Okay, so they're French with a name like that. I mean, that, that was that was all sound. <laughs> I don't know if I it's... I mean, they're, they're really... really uh, the number one gripe I have with extreme metal is that there is no space. I mean, it's supposed to be so extreme that it's like physically altering your I body. I know. And, and yeah. that, that, it's like pulling molecules apart. And it's also like... It's not... It's not enjoyable, like... I think it would be more enjoyable live, where it's just blasted you in the face. At least there for a good 10 to 15 minutes, and then you're like, all right, I gotta go sit down. It's just like... It's just like... Uh, my spine. Like, let's say last week. Were you at the dancing show? I was not, but, you know, we had Cradle of Filth open up the whole That's thing, which saying. is crazy. All right. all right, so Danzig was the headliner. And Cradle of Filth was the a di- headliner was as well. The di- was the direct opener. They weren't headliners. No, I'm sure. God, no. I'm sure they flipped <laughs> back and forth. No, no. Throughout different if, if towns. You, if you play in front of the Danzig Skull, you are not a co-headliner. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. Okay, I didn't know they played in front of the Skull. Oh, yeah, it was there. <laughs> so like, it was like you have to play so in like front Cradle of it. Cradle of Filth went on. They did their thing, and they played a lot of the. Uh, honestly, like as a teenager. I got in the Cradle of Filth, and what they played that night was a, it was only new stuff, stuff I not, I was not familiar with. Uh, the new stuff, arguably, in my opinion, is a lot better than the older, but, but then, you know, like, at the end nothing of the, that you knew. Well, at the end of the night, they ended with Her Ghost in the Fog, which is something that, you know, if you were into them back in, like, the late 90s, you'd know that song. But they were so boring. 
So boring. I, mean, I don't feel so like they had their. Boring. I don't feel like they had their theatrics, their fireworks, their explosions, no, nothing. Their their lighting no, guy. No, nothing. Fucking Danny Field was just kind of like standing there. He he's the front man. He's the one not playing an instrument. He's standing almost statue in the middle, not doing a goddamn thing. Also, we gotta think these guys are probably about fifty now. Probably oh, working well, in their to their fifties. And then we come yeah. to dancing. Then we come to Danzig. 70? Danzig is in well into his 60s. And Steve Zing, the bass player, who's been with him since Sam Hain, off and on. He's off and on, I was about to well, say. Well, he was in Sam Hain. He's up there doing his fucking thing. Tommy Victor from Prong is up there doing his of fucking thing. Of course he's the guy God, that fills Tom, in. He fills in for everyone. And yeah. Danzig, in his so fucking sweet. 60s, is up there just running back and forth all over the fucking stage, giving that energy, looking like he's having the greatest goddamn time See? of his life. Cardio, personal trainer, and he's eating sound, right. He sounds like he did in the 90s. So, 100% his voice was fucking there. I was like, God damn, I'm legitimately impressed. You know, I felt that same way with the whole like Manson Rob Zombie, like Manson falling apart, dying. Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie was on it. Running. One sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw that show. I, I, I saw them at the Hammersmith Ballroom in New York on that tour. And Manson's like, you know, a blubbery fucking mess, like falling <laughs> the fuck over. And then fucking Rob Zombie comes on. I'm like, God damn. I was like, he's jumping from platform to platform, like making like six foot leaps. And he's the same age. Look, yeah. And just rocking the fuck out. I'm like, God damn it, that's what you, that's we'll, what it takes. We'll like, sit there and say Alice Cooper the same way, right? Alice Cooper's still doing it. Alice yeah. Cooper, was he's in his 70s or some shit? It's about eating right, he's up there, cardio. way up there. Like, come on, you're getting old enough, you yeah. gotta fucking keep your body, you there, know? There, come there's on. a point where people should hang it up, but when you don't hang it up is when you still got it. When you still got it, you still got it. You're still blasting people's minds, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like Iggy Pops and Danzig, people in the face. Danzig still got it he finally got it back uh, let's, rock, let's be honest he flip flops flip- oh no no 20 years ago like when I was in high school listening to his records that he was putting out hey he sounded like this he sounded like he did not sound like that the other night he sounded clear as a goddamn bell like 1992 Danzig and it was Fucking incredible. Look, I don't know about you, I'm still just mad about the whole fun, fun, fun thing, and I can't trust him ever again. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he. Yeah, see, can't trust him. I I'm gonna say, maybe, 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 maybe he got enough French onion soup before the gig. Who knows? He played like, two years prior, and he was amazing <laughs> two years prior. He I know. played a big boy song. If he got, if he uh, got his French onion soup, maybe that was the key, you know? Like. It's a back and forth thing. He's a back and forth type of guy, and you're lucky what you get. You're just running the you're game. You're lucky. <laughs> you're running. It. I will say, like, since, maybe he's since, not in a good mood. I don't know. Since the last time I did this with you, uh, I did see Ghost in uh, in Dallas. Mind blowing. One of the one of the greatest shows I've seen. Like their their theatricality. You know, I mean, costume changes, all that bullshit, kind of secondary. But the music was just on, like, like that. The uh, the opening track of the new record, like, we we played. Uh, I think last time we did that, call me. Was it was a call me a little sunshine. 
Yeah, yeah, we did that the, one. The one, that the was one, fine. the one we should have listened to was Kaiserion because that's the opener, like the live opener and like the opener of the album. That song, like any Iron Maiden fan who is skeptical about Ghost, would just cream their fucking jeans. It's it's incredible. I, I think like, that might have yeah. been the song that was stuck in my head the next day. Like, oh, I think, dude, yeah. I think when the album came out, that was it's, the song. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I just couldn't get it out of my head it's for whatever so reason. Good. It was just there Can when I woke up. Can we put that one on, Kaiserian? We'll play it on the breakdown. We're pretty much wrapping up here. Yeah. What are we on right now, Chris? Oh, what we got to we gotta cover? This is uh, The Curse or Clairvoyance. And then uh, we just All got right. done with Blue Cast Nord. Can we just play? Yeah. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Get to the let's do it. You run this shit. Let's do it. How much time we'll we got on this? We'll do it at the end. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got about a minute thirty here, and then we're gonna end with uh, septic flush. So. All right. Well. Septic tank. Fucking hard flush. Toilet <laughs> plunger. Flush. You know, plunger you know, flush. Yeah. You know what? We're running out of. A, we're running a, out of band names. That sounds. That sounds like somebody took a huge shit and this bad. You know, septic flush. Oh, septic flesh, even better. Somebody <laughs> fucking flushed a hand down the toilet. Now there's, yeah. Septic flesh? Yeah. Still arguably, uh, I don't know, not the best name, but we're running out of shit, for God's sakes. <laughs> like, come on, you come up with the original band name. Uh, let's see. Uh, original band name, uh, Slur. Or The Slurs. Nope, nope, that's already taken. Slurs? I've never uh, heard of a band called I'll, the Slurs. I'll, I'll Google it. It was like 1970s and they all died in a plane wreck. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Bloodstool. Right. Well, thank you, Mick, for coming on, finishing Blood up this podcast. Stool. Can, we, can we do a, no, a heavy metal handshake? Oh, oh yeah, here we go. Now, Bloodstool. Yeah. Bloodstool is the best original heavy metal band name that's not been used. Dude, you know what? Bloodstool is already taken as well. It has to be. All the cool shit is gone, Mick. We've Googled it all. Google all Bloodstool. I don't think it's been taken. <laughs> Look, if, if the band's not signed, then maybe you could take it. <laughs> maybe you could take it. Bloodstool. All right, we're going to end this bitch. Special thanks to Lost Welfare having us and dealing with us every Tuesday, every other Tuesday. I don't know. Stick around. If you like what you heard, come scan the playlist, and then you can follow Mick on social media. What do you want? Oh, you can find me on Mick, Mick Lucifer Royale. I don't know. You'll find me. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also find me at the casino, dipshit. and I'll be right there with them. Yeah, I work at Casino El Camino. Uh, day co-worker. shift, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. World famous hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll make Listen you the worst in. Bloody Mary you've ever had. <laughs> or the best. Maybe the best. No, it's the worst. The worst. Brett makes the best. I make the worst. All right. All right. Now, this is Septic Flesh. Septic Flesh. Yes. Here it comes. Pepsi Flesh. <laughs> <laughs>